Bill White. Well, Bill, you know, we know Bill for, for a long time. Bill, Bill goes back to the intrepid days, the I-Man and uh, the intrepid days. And then Bill, um, well, yes, he has a bunch of other titles, and I just don't remember any of them. I, <laughs> but I love Bill. He, and I got to tell you this, Bill. So today I'm wearing this uh, pair of, bl- of blue slacks, and I'm wearing this really nice Joseph Abood cashmere sweater. And I have this really gaudy gold Jewish star that I'm wearing outside my shirt like Michael Rappaport does. And I put my uh, and I put this picture up on uh, Instagram at Rosenberg.Sydney and Facebook Sid Rosenberg. And I'm getting all these uh, compliments about how handsome I look today. And I do look I look, I look good. Um and that's all I can think about right now is is I wonder if Bill White thinks I look handsome. <laughs> I just want to know if you have any opening day Yankee tickets. <laughs> Are you a Yankee fan or a Met fan? Oh, Yankees all the way. Yankees yeah, yeah. all the way. When was the last time you lived in New York? Uh, well, we moved out of New York uh, about six years ago. You know, originally it was to <clears throat> take the benefit of being in a no state income tax state. We ended up going to Georgia, uh, where Brian, my husband's family, is from, and uh, had quite an experience there in Buckhead, as you know. Yes. With uh, everything going on in Georgia, it's like the center of the universe of uh, backwardness, right? Uh, We have our problems in New York. We have our problems in these major Democratic-run cities. But then we came to Florida, and I'm standing here looking at the Mar-a-Lago right now, just as I was listening to your Amazing interview. I think, was that with Alina Haba? Yes. Uh, yes. She's terrific. And uh, and I'm just thinking about this amazing man that lives across the way from me here who loves you, Sid. By yeah. the way, welcome home. Shalom Haver, and thank you for everything you are doing to support Israel, the state of Israel, the families that have been so terribly hurt by this October 7th. And the world, really, it's uh, it's going to be a very long time before anybody uh, understands how serious what happened on that day was. You're right about that. And um, there are new reports this morning that Israel now facing new attacks from Hezbollah up in Lebanon and Yemen. And I'll say this, Bill, I've traveled the world. I've been all over Europe, uh, certainly living in the United States. You see quite a bit. But in my uh, lifetime, and if God is good to me, I'll be 57 in April. That trip to uh, Israel was far you know. and away the most beautiful, the most spiritual, and they're in a war. I mean, I was in a bomb shelter the Friday I was there down by Gaza, three-quarters of a mile away from Gaza, where they're actually fighting. And a bomb went off, and my daughter started to cry. She's 19. My son started to cry. He's 15. I was scared to death, and yet I can say without any hesitation, it was the most beautiful spiritual trip I ever took, by far. Oh, that's it's amazing, Sid. I, w- I really wanted to ask you, I saw the video of you walking up to the Great Wall, uh, the Wailing Wall, right? Um, yep. what, what was that like? Because I did that many years ago, but I'm just curious what your experience was being there and under those conditions. It must have been a little scary there because that's a point of attack. They'd love to uh, do damage to that space, so the security must have been consider it as well it was i never thought about the security aspect what was scary was there's two ways to get to the western wall and one of the ways to get there bill is you walk through something they call the uh really the muslim quarters the arab quarters 
And uh, I was wearing a, a sweatshirt with the Israeli flag, American flag. I stood out like a sore thumb. And they said, maybe you don't want to go through the Arab quarters. I said, no, no, no. That's why I'm here. That's exactly. <laughs> so I and, and I got a bunch of dirty looks. I mean, my producer, Justin, was with me. He could attest to this. One guy told me to shut the F up. I got dirty looks. That was the only wow. part that. But I must tell you, it, it didn't really scare me. And when I got to the wall, my father's been dead for three years. I miss him desperately. But he was with me that day. It was me, my son, and my father. Three generations of Rosenbergs, Bill White, that davened at the Western Wall. It was unbelievable. Spectacular. Yeah. Spectacular. Yeah. Well, I'm so I'm so proud of you for doing it because uh, it's just very important that we show our support for Israel. I was talking with uh, Rick Grinnell, you know, who was our very distinguished U.S. ambassador to Germany for President Trump. He was, uh, in fact, not Pete Buttigieg, uh, Rick Grinnell was appointed by President Trump, no less, uh, the first openly gay member of an administration. Well, wait, wait, a second, wait, a second, wait a second, wait a second, stop right there. Yeah. Well, President Trump, even though you, Bill, you're a gay man, you've been friends with Trump forever, as you just pointed out, he was the first to appoint a gay man in Rick Grinnell, but President Trump hates the gays. That's what they tell me. They tell me that, right? <laughs> yeah, no, he, yeah. you know, yeah. every time I see every time I see him, I I say, you know, we really all love you. He says the gays love me, don't they? <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I said, yes, they do. And, you know, we've done some polling. Uh, Sid, it's very interesting. We would estimate right now in this upcoming election that five out of 10 LGBT are going to be supporting President Trump for security, for the border. To the economy, yeah, um, and we go to these events. We were there on Friday at Mar-a-Lago at a beautiful fundraising event. It was sold out. It was a thousand people. They raised an inordinate amount of money. Uh, the support is strengthening. The fundraising is surging. Uh, and when we walked, <laughs> we walked up to him. And said, "You get a kick out of this." He said, uh, "Oh, Bill White, Bill, White, get over here." He says, how long have I known you? I said, it's over 30 years, Mr. President. He says, oh, I, I love you. I love this guy. <laughs> and he says to Susie Wiles, his uh, chief of staff, uh, uh, Dan Scavino, who's great, he says, I love, I love this guy. I love these guys. And then he pauses, and he says, now, wait a minute. Not in that way. <laughs> I could see him doing that. That is him. You know, it's funny about, about the, the gay community. God, you got to love him. You know, again, yeah. being in Israel. And uh, the LGBTQRSTUV, that community. Yeah, the alphabet, right. Morons. They, um, right. you know, they, uh, they're they marching with these pro-Palestinians. And, and yet, uh, what they don't know, or maybe they choose to ignore, I have to think they don't know it, that the Arabs, specifically Hamas, you know, Hezbollah, they would throw these people off the roofs like they were an old Diet Coke can. And yet, right. yet these people outwardly hate the Jews, who take very good care of them in Israel, outwardly hate Donald Trump, who never once in his life had anything bad to say about any gay person ever, and in fact, like you, has a ton of gay friends. Are they stupid? Are they ignorant? What's going on there? Yeah, no, it's very strange. I have, <clears throat> I have a lot of friends in Israel, and they're more, you know, they're more conservative, but I have some you know, left-leaning gay friends in Israel. And I actually saw that, uh, Sid, what you're talking about. And I messaged my friend there in in Tel Aviv. And he said it's a disgrace, you know. Uh, So that was his reaction. I think that's why I said the 50-50, the pendulum is switching. Don't don't you feel that? 
Uh, what they yes. did to us these last two years with, uh, uh, you know, open borders, stopping everything Trump did. I think people, even who may not like President Trump, for some reason, I don't understand why they don't like him. It's a, it's a myth to me, but they love his policies. So I think what he did on the Laura Ingram, <clears throat> the Laura Ingram, excuse me, uh, show the, the other night was to demonstrate that he can uh, – what's the word? Civil? I don't know what it is that people want from President Trump. Yeah. But what he did on the Laura Ingram show, yeah. that's what we got to do. We got to get him on your show to talk for a full hour like you did a while back about exactly what he's going to do when he's president. You know, but, 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 but we, we know what he can do. But, you know, here's what annoys me about people. <clears throat> I got a buddy. I'm not going to say his name. So he says to me yesterday, Bill, he goes, you know, if your friend Trump would just be nicer, he'd uh, win by a landslide. And and I can't keep answering the same thing all the time. <laughs> First of all, he is nice. He's a very right. nice guy. He's my friend. You don't know him like I do. Secondly, why would I, of all people, tell Trump how to run his campaign when last I checked, he beat Hillary as a major underdog in 2016. He got over 70 million votes in 2020. He just obliterated the Republican field in 2024 and is favored to beat Joe Biden. Who the hell is Sid Rosenberg to tell Donald Trump to be a nicer guy? How does that make right. sense? That's right. Or, or any of us. And look, he is a very nice guy. He's sweet. He's a loving yes. father and husband. But we don't need a sweet guy to run this country right now. We need somebody who is like Donald Trump. There's nobody like him. I think he's the only person, Sid. I bet you you agree. Most of the people we talk to who have a brain working right now understand that he's the only guy that can fix everything right now. Well, they're, they're afraid of him in Russia, of in Iran, in South uh, North Korea. As so. they should be.